day 170. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Proverbs, last day. Last day. Of Proverbs, man. And coming on home stretch. Wisdom literature has been so good. Right. Learned so much in the book of Proverbs. Yeah. So many that we couldn't touch on. Yeah. But we're not apologizing because this is a <laughs> short devotional, right? And it's on you to read right. the whole thing. So the righteous person knows the rights of the poor, but the wicked one does not understand these concerns. Man, this one stood out to me. And it's one I never really thought about a ton. Yeah. And the Proverbs is so good because the word here for rights is literally the legal right. rights right, right. of the poor. Right. And so in other words... He's like, man, the righteous, the wise are not apathetic uh. to the concerns, the cries, and the legal endowment of those who are on the margins of society. That's and it's good. just like, yeah, like we see over and over again that God is going to, well, the writer and God is going to conflate like being righteous, right. being wise. Yeah. Right? Like those two things go hand in hand. And uh, yeah, it's about caring for those on the uh, margins too. Ah, uh, that's good, man. Um yeah, yo, I I think that's real good, especially in a day and age where there's a lot of debate and talk over how much the church should be involved or to what extent the church should be involved yeah. in it. Just that, right? Yeah. Caring for the poor from a, you know, societal, sociological, like legal perspective. Right. And there's all these arguments that have to do with it theories where it's like man i think that's where apathy shows up a a whole bunch right mm-hmm. in finding something else to distract us yeah from the very thing that we should be involved in right yeah. i'd be fine to argue if we argued on the way right or as we worked yeah we on the way let's let's talk about <laughs> right. it on the way there as man. we go right yeah. yeah yeah uh man Proverbs 29, um, uh, man, five really stuck out to me. This first one says this, a person who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. Mm. Um, imagery crazy. Yeah. He and, got you on illustrations. Right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think sometimes we think of flattery as just this harmless, necessary mm-hmm. evil, right? So yeah. ah, it's okay. I'm going to say this. They're going to feel good about themselves. I'm going to feel good about myself. It really doesn't hurt anybody. But what I love about wisdom is that it helps us see like wisdom that in the gives us an x-ray into the internal bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. Things may look fine on the outside. Flattery may look fine on the outside, but it's hemorrhaging on, on the inside. And so mm-hmm. what he says, it's like, no, 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 no. When you flatter somebody and you intentionally withhold correction from them Mm. because you want them to think well of you it's showing that you want them to think well of you Mm. more than or you care more about that than their well being yeah and he equates that not to some harmless thing but to this nefarious act yeah similar to laying out a trap for somebody and walking along like things are fine, just shooting the breeze. And I think, man, this is a good and helpful reminder for all of us that when we fear the Lord, <clears throat> that we find ourselves in a place where we don't, we care more about the well-being of our brothers and sisters than we do them thinking well 
yeah. of us. Yeah, I heard someone say just like gossip is what we would say about a person if they aren't in the room. Uh, and flattery is what we wouldn't say if they weren't in the room. Oh, right? So it's like, that's good. yeah, you kind of just say it to peace. No, that's so good. Uh, yeah. Proverbs 30. All right. Man, so good. <clears throat> common joint. I knew this verse before I even got saved. Dog. <laughs> right. Like it was so common. I heard some people say it. You know, keep falsehood. Yeah, and Proverbs deceitful. 30, verse 8 and 9. 8 and 9, yeah. yeah. Keep falsehood and deceitful words far from me. Give me neither poverty nor wealth. Feed me with the food I need. Otherwise, I might have too much and deny you, saying, who is the Lord? Or I might have nothing and still profaning the name of my God. So he makes the first request, yo, keep falsehood and deceitful words from me, Lord. But also, man, don't give me, don't let me have nothing. Because I might start taking folks <laughs> And and then Lord, don't let me have too much because excess, right? Right. Um, may make me feel like I don't need you. Mm. And it's just like, man, wisdom makes us aware of our own tendencies. That's good. And it's like, yo, this is the only prayer, right? In the whole book of Proverbs, right? And it's about finances, and that's what I love yeah. about Proverbs. It's balanced, bro. right? Yeah. Like he's gonna say, like, yo, hey man, you you lazy? <laughs> that bed to be taken from you, my G. You won't have nowhere to sleep. <laughs> But don't then be broke my guy yeah like you could be poor now but then it's like here it's like yo lord don't give me too much so it's just yeah this yeah yeah and too man like this is like this is what the fear of the lord practically looks like right mm, amen yeah right so it's you see him talking about money mm-hmm. you see him talk, talking about being poor and rich yeah but his biggest fear in being poor and rich mm. is not the earthly condition oh, that he'll good. find himself in. That's good. It's how it will cause him to relate to, to God, God his Amen, center, Amen. right? That when Amen. you fear the Lord, God becomes the absolute center of absolutely everything. So he's saying, God, look, if I'm poor, this is what I'll do, and that's going to reflect badly on you. Mm-hmm. But God, if I'm rich, this is what I'm likely to do, and it's going to reflect badly on you i'm here to reflect on you yeah so lord give me just what i need so that i give you the best reflection right and this is somebody that fears the lord and it's this kind of wisdom that leads somebody not to be in a place where they're anxious about how they're gonna eat and feel led to steal Mm -hmm. and it's also this wisdom that leads somebody to a place where they never forget God because of all of God's good gifts, yeah. but they relate to God, right? Or, or, or they want, uh, they see uh, God's provision yeah. as something much more than just their needs being met. They mm. see it, nah, this is a, a way, God, for your name to be magnified. Amen. And I just want to make sure that I use things wisely. Yeah, amen. No, yeah. That's a good word, bro. Connecting that back to the fear yeah. of the Lord. That's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. Proverbs 31, mm. last one. Um, man, I think uh, real quick, the very first part uh, is not about the Proverbs 31 woman, right? <laughs> right the first right, right. like nine verses. And uh, it's basically this guy named Lemuel, King Lemuel. People don't think he was an Israelite because there's nobody in the book of Second First Kings named Lemuel. Uh, but he's maybe a Gentile. And it's basically his mother giving him advice and wisdom. And one of the things she says is this, speak up for those who have no voice. For the justice of all who are dispossessed. That's good. Speak up, judge righteously, and defend the cause of the oppressed and needy. And every time I read, I'm like, yo, why ain't I seeing all like <laughs> right. and maybe it's the, the historical situation we're in? Right. That these things are jumping off the page. Yeah. But it's just like, yo, she gives him this is the only political 
advice that she gives him. Mm. She didn't say nothing about the treasury, about <laughs> any of that stuff. And she's just like, yo, make sure those that have a hard time receiving a fair hearing or a trial in court That's good. are able to. Mm. And it's like, man, once again, wisdom and righteousness go hand in hand. Wow. Second half, Proverbs 31. Keep on. Roof. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said roof. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So second half, Proverbs 31 is about this Proverbs 31 woman, right? And basically, it's most famous. And this yeah, Hebrew word that is used for, uh, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman is chayil. And it's basically a woman of noble character or excellent woman, some translations will say. And this is the same word that is used for the book or for Ruth, the character of Ruth. And in the Hebrew Bible, Proverbs came before Ruth, uh-huh. right? So they would show that she was the embodiment of this. And basically, all this uh, passage is trying to say is that this woman embodies all the virtues That's good, yeah. that are in this book. That's good. Now, you think about it. We said that, yeah, primarily it was written to young men. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. And so for God to come at the end and say, no, 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 like, let me show you who really embodies this. Right. Right. It would be this ideal woman. Men, if you're looking for a wife or a spouse, yeah. this is the type of woman you should try to. The kind of person, right? There is yeah. no magical the one, right? Yeah. There is a type, though. And, and man, I'd I love to be able to, like, read through this. So it's like, man, I read through this text and it's fun. Like I read through this text, man, and I think of so many sisters at our church, yo. Mm, and I'm just God. grateful, yeah, for all the people yeah. that God has blessed, like that are like this, who give their life, mm. um, not necessarily, you yeah. know, chasing a man, but becoming the type of woman yeah. that's right here. And then I thank God for all the brothers in our church that have mm. been blessed by mm. being married to these kind of sisters, Amen. right? That you just see in this text. Man, at the end of all of this, it talks about, all right, fam, listen, if you're going to get married, son, listen, mm. you know, get married to somebody that's going to add value mm. in this way. And yeah, the wisdom is just shooting yeah. all through here so much trustworthy hard work and cultivates a home involved in the community right, right? women of character mm. skill all those things but then at the end i love it charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting right and that word is going to show up in ecclesiastes and set us up for tomorrow but a woman who fears the lord will be praised and it's what's amazing here is that man charm and beauty is what he's saying it's brief bro like it's brief yes it's transitory. It doesn't really last. It's cool. But it's, yeah, it's not last long. It's not worth being the sole thing that you build a relationship or marriage on. That's good. And scripture is saying that she embodies the highest virtue that Proverbs sets out. And that's mm. the fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Making God the absolute center of absolutely everything. Amen. Now let's pray. God, uh, yeah, we know that we only got a chance to scratch the surface of this book, Lord, but I pray that as we continue to go back to it daily and meditate on it, uh, that you would help it to yeah, take up root in our hearts, Lord, and spring forth a tree of righteousness. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.